Hi guys, it's me, Carolina from Carobi Blogs. I know it's been such a long time from my since I've uploaded. I'm just playing. It's just been what a couple of days. <laughs> um, guess where I'm recording today? I am currently recording in my grandparents' house. Uh, if you hear any creak creaks crickets <laughs> if you hear any creaks or little noises it's because my grandparents house kind of creaks um they have tenants living on the second floor and on top of that if you hear any little noises it's because i am currently dog sitting um princess and she's sleeping like not too far away from me but she um was my grandmother's dog um as many of you know i had um lost my grandmother towards the beginning of the year and i'm still learning how to deal with that i think this is the first couple of times that these last two days have been the first couple of days that i actually have really spent a lot of time in my grandparents house since my grandmother passed away to be quite honest it was very hard to come back home. Um, I consider this as my home because I grew up here. Um, you know, I, you know, pretty much lived majority of my life here. <laughs> um, and I just think that maybe this episode can have me open up about my grandmother and losing her so this episode will be literally talking about loss and learning how to deal with it um i still haven't figured it out i am not a psychologist i am not a therapist i'm not any of those spiritual healers nothing none of that it's just me carolina trying to figure out how to deal with somebody um passing away and my grandmother was a big, big, big part of my life. I literally used to spend majority of my time here. Um, all the way until I live, I actually moved into Jersey. Even when I went to Jersey, I try to come over as much as I can. But it's a little difficult because, um, you know, uh, it's not like living right next to her like it used to be but i used to call her here and there but i tried to definitely come here as much as possible i think when we moved to jersey it was so difficult for me enrique will like drive me all the way over here so we can hang out and my grandmother will always tell come over the weekend we have something to do mind you remember i'm from a very big family so we always had something to do every weekend especially around the winter and fall season um it's just a lot of birthdays a lot of events you know the holidays and you know i loved it i love being here i am currently sitting in the sala where i would watch caso cerrado if you're latino you definitely know that caso cerrado was playing in anyone's household if you had someone um elderly living with you and we would watch caso cerrado and or sometimes listen to music because she liked to listen to music as well. 
I helped her out a lot towards her last couple of years. I do miss her. If you hear me choking up, it's because, you know, like, I'm going down memory lane and I miss her so much. And, um, you know, when she passed away at the beginning of the year, it was February. She literally passed away the day of Super Bowl day. And I remember that she loved it. I don't know. I mean, she didn't understand the sport. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't know if I've ever mentioned my grandmother was blind. She wasn't able. I mean, I hear a lot of mixed stories. I don't know. I've I've personally never asked her. Um, I don't think I don't know why I never asked her. But my mom said that she went blind the day of my birthday so the day i was born um she got a call stating that mama had lost her vision and it was hard on my mom it was hard on everyone so i never really asked her if she ever really saw me but then my aunt or my mom i can't recall who told me she mentioned that she did see me she said that she remembers my big eyes i used to have big eyes when i was a very little girl maybe i can find a couple of photos where you know it's just me and my grandmother now that i'm here my uncle has a trillion photos downstairs um my uncle lives in the apartment downstairs which is also my godfather and i'm pretty sure he might have a picture of us when i was younger um I would love to put it and post it up on my Instagram page for God will be blogs so you can see, you know, how close me and her were. And I love my grandmother. Like, she was like a mom to me. She advised me. She gave me that sense of security that I needed. You know, of course, everybody has family issues. And I really grew up here like literally this is my home because my parents um used to work a lot and um they had this phase in their life when they used to go out drinking and partying a lot and you know I used to be taking care of my grandparents um and my aunt my godmother she lives here as well um and, you know, like, I used to be taken care of a lot over here. And, you know, this was home. This is still home to me. Every time I feel like I miss home, this is where I come. You know, I miss my grandmother exactly where I'm sitting in the sala. I will be able to look into her room and see her if she needed anything, if she, she was napping or, you know, she was sitting or um hemming like um humming sorry <laughs> she will hum only when she was upset but sometimes she will like be happy and she will sing her songs that she will listen to but getting to the point um losing her was very hard and that's without a doubt i think was one of the biggest things i had to deal with i'm still dealing with it until today and we are in november um it's difficult there are days where i cry there are weeks where i still feel bad um 
it got to the point where I personally had to seek help um, medically and get um, medication for my depression because of how bad I was. I was very stressed out and and depressed. I was constantly crying to Enrique, which, you know what, I want to thank him for being there for me and my family in that time of need, especially when I was crying every single day. I couldn't sleep, I think, the first month the first not even the first month it was the first three months I barely slept I tried to dig myself you know bury myself in work and it wasn't the right thing to do I felt like that was my mistake on burying myself with work and it burned me out I had to quit my job I had to leave abruptly because it was getting super bad for my mental state and it got scary I think it even got scary for Enrique because I think it was to the point where I personally felt very suicidal um on how depressed I was I felt so alone I mean I was very close to my grandmother very 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 close to her you know I think I was more closer to her than my own mom you know I had a very rocky relationship with my mother but I always had that sense of security and love and unconditional love and very you know safe I don't know like you know I felt very close to her and when you know she passed it was so hard. I still, when I go back to the day that I found out that she passed away, I think that, you know, I I can see every play in my mind. I can still feel it. I still deal, you know, I'm still dealing with it every single step of the way. I miss her so much. You know, it's already going to be close to a year that, you know, she's passed. But that doesn't change the fact that I'm still hurting. I'm still facing one of the biggest loss I've ever had. She was my friend. She was my grandmother. She was my mom. She, I used to go to her when I needed advice in anything at all. And... It's hard. It's hard not being able to turn to somebody you had this big connection with and not being able to talk to her. There are days where I cry to Enrique and tell him, like, I don't know what to do, especially when I needed advice on something and I had nowhere to turn. Like, I'm sorry, I'm, like, choking up a little bit because it's, like, it literally happened, like, maybe a couple of weeks ago where I needed advice and I couldn't turn to her to ask her and, and you know, I miss being able to talk to her. I miss hearing her voice. I miss being able to hug her, and, you know, like, her making me feel better when somebody made me feel bad. 
because trust me, I have a lot of, <laughs> I had a lot of issues growing up, family issues, especially like I've mentioned in my previous podcast, I had a very rocky relationship with my father and his family and I, you know, she was always there to defend me and I miss her and having to deal with loss is very difficult. I've, like I've said, I have tried to bury myself in work, which helps some people. I tried to be around the people that love me, um, which I felt like I was just faking, you know, being okay. And that's not good as well. I never went to therapy because it was so hard to find a therapist. Because at the time, I think I was having problems with insurance. But I never went out of my way to look for free therapy. I've gone to therapy majority of my life. And I found free ones here and there. But I think I was just to that point where I blocked off everything. And just wanted to be to myself. And cry. And... There were times where I felt bad for my boyfriend, for Enrique, you know, constantly crying, constantly feeling depressed, constantly feel stressed out, um, constantly not in the mood for anything, and him having to pick up the slack at home, and I knew I... It was just so hard. And when I look back at that, I can't, I can't believe all of that. I couldn't believe. I still can't believe. I still feel like it's a dream. I feel like she's just at Ecuador and she's coming back. Um, right now, my grandfather's in Ecuador. Um, he's they're actually bringing him back for the holidays right now, and it's hard. You know, this is gonna be our first holiday. This is going to be my first birthday without her. You know. This will be the first year that I, you know, I won't call her for New Year's and say Happy New Year, Mama. And it's difficult because I always felt like she was so indestructible. She was like this lady that was so indestructible she fought so hard i've seen her go to the hospital with the with whatever and in the worst cases scenarios medically and she'll come out strong and she'll fight and you know there were times where she wanted to give up but i and me and my family have always pushed her when she wanted to give up because of the woman she raised us to be. I mean, all you know, in my mom's side of the family, we are 10 granddaughters, four grandsons. You know, she has four daughters and three sons. So I remember she would always say, um, that 
she's a macha, you know, and in Spanish, there's no word for macho in like a female version. So she'll always say that she's a macha. She, she can do anything. And, you know, she was the reason why, you know, I will always laugh at the fact that, you know, she will be, she will be next to my grandfather and she's like, because of me, we have everything. Because of me, I worked hard. I pushed you. You know, I was the head of the family. And you know what? She was. She was the head of the family. She pushed us, every single one of us. She gave us this moral, this, this way of living to be very independent you know work hard for what you want never give up push your partner to be in the same level that you are on how much you want to fight for what you are dreaming of and i will take that with me forever and always you know i really really haven't talked about my grandmother this much and i'm being very raw here i am not going to edit this at all you're going to hear every every <laughs> every tear every crack voice i think this will be one of my longest podcasts because i would love to talk about her the whole time and every time every memory i have of her but you know i will think that the lessons that she gave me would always go on and maybe you'll hear more lessons um i've learned from her over over the course of all my podcasts but i love her and i still cry i still feel the pain i still feel the hurt i can't thank her enough for being the best grandmother the best mother I ever needed. Um, and that comes to show like. You know. My grandmother gave me this unconditional love. That I will never understand. And. You know like. She defended me so many times. She loved me. She made me feel like no matter what, it was me me and her against the world. And I always used to say that. And now that she's not here, I feel like it's just me against the world with her watching over. And I miss her very much. I wish she was here. I wish... She would have, you know, if I ever get married or if I ever have kids, I wish she would, she could have been there, she could be there. I mean, I worked so hard, I remember that she would push me so much to accomplishing on graduating and I'm still getting, um, I'm still waiting to, to, uh, get the approval of graduation for my college i am going to be a queen's college alumni and i'm so proud i know she would have been proud she was my biggest supporter like she will always 
hand me like she, I don't know how she would know. She would know that when I will be starting school and she will like hand me some money like and it wasn't like no twenty dollars, fifty dollars and I like no. She would pass she would hand me over like a couple like a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars at most, so I can buy books and for match cards and you know, whatever I needed. And I'll be like, no, mama, no. She's like, no, take it, take it, no, take it. You know, you, school is expensive, I know. Or she would tell me if, you know, I need help to pay for school, she will offer to help. But I've always went out of my way and tried to pay for everything myself. Of course, thankfully, my mother did help me. And there was a time where my godparents helped me pay for school as well. One semester, my mom helped me, I think, maybe the first two years of college. Afterwards, I was pretty much paying out of pocket. So it was me and my mom paying the first two years. And then the whenever when I went, um, I graduated from my associate's LaGuardia Community College. I went into getting my bachelor's in Queens College. I paid for it. Um, I'll do an episode on college and how I went about doing like getting through college financially mentally everything but she was one of my biggest supporter and next year um during the springtime I would be walking commencements the commencement ceremony and it was because of her she never gave up on me she always pushed me I wish she would have. She could be there, cause I, that's what I fought the most. And <laughs> she always told me to dream big, to not give up, that I can do it. <laughs> you know, like talking about her is still like it's so hard. You know, that's the one big thing. That I don't think anyone understands. Everyone grieves differently. But having to have lost her was so hard. And I'm still trying to figure it out. Because there are days where I just think about her and I'm like, I wish she was here. (laughs) Or I wish she could be there. But I know she's there in spirit. My mom gave me her um she used to wear this necklace all the time and she gave it to me after she passed and I feel like I have her with me every single day when things get hard or when I get nervous for any job interview I feel like she's there giving me strength I love her, and you know what, guys? If you're dealing with the loss, it's okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to look for therapy. It's okay to feel bad about your loss. Don't feel like you have to be strong for everyone else if it affects your mental health. You know what? It's someone you love, someone that loved you, that passed. And only you and that person knew the special connection and the special 
bond that you had. And trust me when I say it, no one will be able to replace that. Because that's once in a lifetime type of bond that you will have with that person. Every bond is different. But it's okay to cry. It's okay to have to leave a job because you, you're you going through something so hard. It's okay, you know, that person will give you the strength that you need to heal. And I wish I could be there and hold your hand if you guys are going through it now or if you ever go through it. You know, if, you know, if you're struggling, please feel free to reach out to me through DMs on Instagram or through the email that I have on Instagram on the contact, contact, um, tab on Instagram, um, the Instagram bio. Feel free, you know, I would try to be there as much as you can, even if you want me to be there to listen to you. Trust me, I'll be there. Losing someone is very hard. And you know what? It takes a long time to heal. I think I've suffered with depression and anxiety and stress since I was a very young little girl. um, Due to family issues that I had growing up. And the relationship that I have with my father. But she was always there for me, and she was always there to make me feel safe, you know, to give me security, make me feel loved, you know, to defend me to the ends of the earth, you know, mama will always defend me, and, you know, it's, it's difficult I can't tell you, I can't guide you how to deal with it or how to fix yourself or I can't point you to any book or site or doctor that can help you with this because honestly, I feel like I'm going and dealing with this in the best way possible by myself and people that love me and that are there for me. And that's what I think the best remedy is to dealing with losing someone. Surrounding yourself with the people you love and that love you and that care about you. And for, and people that would be patient with you with the pain of the loss you're going through. I think that's the best thing and the best remedy I can personally advise you from my experience. Because trust me when I say I have listened to podcasts, I've watched like videos, I've watched, I've read books, I, you know, try to reach out to, you know, peer groups. I did, you know, that's one thing I did do um try to find groups that will help me deal with loss um of course it's so hard when you're going through this type you type of pain 
to keep motivated, to keep pushing, to keep, you know, your mind on track. But you'll get there. I'm to the point where I can speak about her a little bit more. I can open up about my pain. I can open up about the loss. I, you know, I can even be at her house taking care of her dog without feeling bad. I feel her presence all the time. Even though I wish she was here physically so we can talk. She could give me a hug. Because I miss that. I miss coming into her house and just saying, Hi, Mama. <laughs> and her telling me some some sassy remark. Because she was very sassy, by the way. <laughs> or watching Casa Cerrado with her <laughs> and my grandfather. I miss her so much. <laughs> But having to have lost somebody is is difficult and it's hard to move on. But you got this and you'll figure out your own way to heal. Don't feel pressured by anyone to have to heal quick or having to just let go of your emotion and be strong and Put on a mask when you're around people. You know what? If you're mentally going through something, emotionally and mentally going through something, and your employer can understand, leave the job. There is another employer out there that is going to be willing to understand you. If there are friends out there that just want to make you feel bad for for crying and being in a in a state of mind that they don't seem fit you know for their lifestyle then stop being friends with them they weren't your real friend if there are family members out there that don't really care about your well-being then let them go you guys have control of your life and how you want to deal with anything. I'm just giving you guys advice on how to let go of people that don't want to help you deal and heal with losing someone that meant the world to you. Like I said, I would try to be here as much as I can for you guys. If you guys ever want to reach out to me, I would definitely try to be there as much as I can. Because I know what it is to lose someone. And I would never want anyone to feel alone. Just in case, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are actually alone, that don't have a support system, that have to deal with something so big like this, or they can't relate, or, you know, or they they just feel like no one understands them. You know what? I will try to understand. I will try to be there for you. 
If you guys want to reach out, feel free to reach out. I was thankful enough to have had Enrique. He was there every single step of the way. He was there every single tear. He was there every single mental breakdown. He was there every single step of the way of healing. Because I'm still healing. And I opened up to him a couple of months ago stating that I felt like I was finally okay, but I'm not. There are days where I cry, missing her, wishing that I can talk to her and get advice. And he just sat there and listened to me and hugged me and told me, it's okay, baby. I'm here for you. I'll be there for you. And don't worry about it. It takes time. And if that's not the man I want to marry one day, because I thank God every single day that he sent me him, that I don't know. My grandmother accepted him right away, by the way. Like, I feel like that was her acceptance. Like, you know, I have to marry this man. <laughs> well, I love Enrique, so, <laughs> you know, my my grandmother will always tell me because my father didn't like my boyfriend. I don't even think he still likes him. You know, Enrique is such a great man, and I don't know why he never liked him, but I knew he didn't like him. And my grandmother was like, who cares if he doesn't like him? I love him. He's welcome here. I'll never forget the day that I told her about Enrique. <laughs> you know, actually, she was the person that gave me talking points um, to mention. And that's how me and his father had something to talk about when I first met his parents. And... That lady was everything to me. I miss her so much. I thought I had no more tears. I thought I ran out of tears. But anytime I think about her, I feel like I cry. And I and I choke up a lot. But trust me what I say. You got this. Healing takes time. I'm still dealing with it. I'm still healing. I still feel heartbroken. I feel like there will never be anyone that can ever replace her and but I do know that she's watching over me and it's me against the world with her watching over because it used to be us against the world let me start closing up this podcast because it's so long <laughs> I always try to make my podcast small like short so it won't be so long and you guys have to like dread hearing a very long podcast but opening up about her for the first time like this to everyone to the world it feels good it feels like I'm a step closer to healing of course I know the day that when I'm completely healed and I I know for a fact I will never forget about her. She will always be in my heart. 
She will always be looking over me. And I can't wait. One day if I have kids, I can't wait until I can tell them about her. And hopefully they have her character. I believe in that. I believe in um, in reincarnation, and I hope maybe she is her character. Her traits are somewhat reincarnated into. If I ever have kids, I would love to see that. I love to see a strong little girl <laughs> or a little boy, just like her. Hopefully, um, for the year anniversary, on February, I will be going back home to Ecuador. Maybe I do a podcast from Ecuador. Who knows? Maybe I'll do it in Spanish and English um, for my Spanish speakers out there. But I will be going to Ecuador in February with Enrique. It will be his first time. Um, we do a celebration of their life and we do a mass as well as a small get together i don't know with covid i don't know how it'll go about but hopefully um you know i will be able to go visit her she we ended up burying her in ecuador so it was it was always what she wanted and we managed to do that with covid going on But it'll feel nice to go visit her and go see the house. You know, she always, she always forced me to go to Ecuador every two years. So I have a reason to go to Ecuador more often now because I know she wanted that. Just letting you know, things would get better, guys. If you're going through a loss and facing a loss, things would get better and watch you'll figure it out and if not if you guys need help like i've mentioned surround yourself with people that love you and care about you whether it's friends or family and figure it out on your own pace on your own way you don't need to have people forcing information and forcing help onto you because Everyone has their own way of healing. And if you guys need advice from me, I guess you guys can feel free. I'm not, like I mentioned, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist. I am not anyone that is a know-it-all. I'm just a person trying to deal, uh, that's still trying to deal with loss. And still trying to adult here. But just letting you know that I'm here. And... This is the end of the podcast, and I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Stay safe. Good luck, and I'll see you guys soon. And also, don't forget to follow and share God Will Be Blogs podcast as well as Instagram. And I'll be seeing you guys soon. Bye, guys.